0: Welcome to the Daily Drive Podcast, part of the Imagine Golf Podcast Network. Enjoy listening to a previous series inside the Imagine Golf app, where each week we feature seven concepts from a best-selling book or a top mind in the game. Here is our founder and the voice of Imagine Golf, Malcolm Scoville.
1: Should we make a conservative game plan even if we're more of a fun-loving, go-for-broke kind of golfer? Well, that depends, says Tiger. Do you want to have fun, or do you want to win? Everybody, this is Malcolm, and welcome back to The Daily Drive, where we're lowering our scores and raising our golf IQ by setting aside a few minutes together every day to learn about the mental game. Whether you're having a cup of coffee or you're getting ready for bed, we're glad you're back. It's spring, azaleas are blooming, and we're marching to Augusta. This is day four in our seven-day series on the 1997 Masters, My Story, by Tiger Woods. I was the kind of golfer, Tiger says, who liked to be more aggressive than conservative in my shots. It wasn't easy for me to curb my go-for-it nature. In 1995, that attitude helped Tiger win the U.S. Amateur, which included an invitation to play in the U.S. Open. It was a beautiful summer day at Shinnecock Hills, in New York, with a cool breeze coming off the Atlantic Ocean, Tiger was paired with three-time major champion Nick Price. Tiger played aggressively, and he couldn't understand why Nick was so conservative until they compared scores. Tiger shot 77. Nick shot 66. Tiger said, But you almost never went for the pin." Nick agreed. He chose his shots carefully. Then he asked, How many pins did you go for? Tiger, of course, had gone for them all. He gave me a hell of a lesson right there, Tiger says. You could go low while playing conservative smart golf in a major. I've never forgotten that lesson. At the 1997 Masters, Tiger made a conservative plan of his own. It's important, he says, to hit the ball high to carry the bunkers around the green. That's the only way to get close to some of the pin positions. So he focused his practice time on making high, soft shots. He noticed that all Masters champions kept the ball below the hole. It's impossible, he says, to score at Augusta if you're putting from above the hole. So, he chose more conservative targets. Finally, he realized his putting had to be more conservative too. On those slippery, undulating greens, it's hard to recover from putts that run by the hole. And that's how the most exciting player of his generation took a conservative game plan to the most dramatic tournament of the year and won by 12 strokes. The author Leo Babauta said, Simplicity boils down to two steps. Identify the essential. Eliminate the rest. It's helpful to see how successful people plan their lives. And we can learn a lot from how champions plan their success on the golf course too. What I love about Tiger's plan is that it works on two levels. First, it helps him manage the golf course. And second, it helps him manage himself. Without a plan, we default back to what's familiar which isn't always a good thing. This is a lesson we need to groove into our brains. You can never learn it enough, Tiger says. Keep these ideas at the forefront of your mind. That's all for today. Tomorrow, we'll learn a Jack Nicholas story. He told Tiger about competition, motivation, and life. Until then, keep imagining what's possible.
0: Thanks for listening to the Daily Drive podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and be sure to rate and review this episode. If you want more content like this right now, download the Imagine Golf app from the App Store or Google Play and start your free seven-day trial. You can listen to hundreds of snackable mental game lessons. Imagine Golf is helping thousands of golfers lower their handicaps, play more consistently, and get more joy out of the game. Think better and you will play better. And as Malcolm said, until next time, keep imagining what's possible.